Blog Talk Radio. Land. Across the land, divide, 
Divided we fall. Divided we fall. United we stand. United we stand. Think about greatness. Think about greatness. Your history. Your history. Without my people. Without my people. Where would my people? Where would you be? Without my people, I would not want to be. Proud and privileged, America's first African-American anytime drama is getting ready for its first season and they want to celebrate with you, Chicago. Meet the cast and the production team of Proud and Privileged on Friday, March 23rd at the Prince Hall Masonic Temple located at 809 East 42nd Place in Chicago, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Enjoy great music, networking, refreshments, and photo ops. $25 in advance, $35 at the door. Advance payment recommended to PayPal.com at Chicago's. That's Chicago with an S. Chicago's Black Business Network at gmail.com. Get on board by calling us at 312-239-8835. Preview the trailer at www.storiesareaway.tv. Sponsored by South Street Journal, Chicago's Black Business Network, and WJPC-FM Chicago, the soul of Chicago. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you for Thursday. Ah, it's Thursday, (laughs) February 23rd, 2012. This broadcast is designed to service the African-American community in Chicago and around the world. Tonight's segment is Black Wall Street USA. Join us right here every Thursday evening, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. for Black Wall Street USA. Our host is Ron Carter, chairman of Black Wall Street Districts, Chicago, and publisher and editor of the South Street Journal. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network, author of Black America, Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions, Book 12010, and usually Mr. Carter's co-host for this show. But tonight, Mr. Carter is over at the DeSalvo Museum here in Chicago. He is sitting in on a panel discussion on African-American consumer spending, and tonight, Black Wall Street USA is going tech. Ron will be back with us next Thursday. In January of this year, Chicago's Black Business Radio Network launched a new series called CBBN Business Journals. Since that time, we've completed about 15 interviews, and our goal for 2012 is to interview 200 business owners, innovators, authors, and others. Uh, I have a tendency just to jump into things, make up numbers. (laughs) 200. Yeah, we're going to do 200. It may even be more than 200 at the rate we're going. We've done about 15. The first one was at the end of December. We did one, and the rest have been through January and February. Now, doing these interviews with business owners is not a new concept. I didn't invent that. We know that. But until I had the actual experience of being one-on-one with such creative and driven people, I did not truly understand what the benefit was to me or what it would be to me uh, and sitting in one-to-one on these interviews. I didn't understand how much I I would personally grow by being involved in this experience, and so I get more and more excited every time I do this. On Black Wall Street USA, most of our discussions are very serious. Uh, There were uh, heads of organizations, uh, people in politics, uh, head of black contractors, organizations, uh, 
Uh, Fred Hampton Jr. was here. You know, Senator Donnie Trotter has been here. Illinois State Representative LaShawn K. Ford has been here. Uh, Khalida Muhammad, uh, Muhammad Ali's second wife, has been here. So we uh, we we dig into a lot of things affecting the African American community and America in general. But it's normally uh, not direct one-on-one conversations with business owners. So each time we take the time to share these interviews with our listening audience, we understand how important the contribution is of each of these individuals is to small business owners like you and like me. People, really, we do not have to reinvent the wheel. It's already been done. That's, That's done. What we need to learn to do, and, and this applies to me, believe me, I'm speaking to myself, is to learn how to use the will to the highest and the best benefit of our individual businesses and to choose the right will for the job, for the task, for our business, for our goals, for what we're trying to do. And that is part of what we're going to do this evening. We've invited four of our guests from CBBM Business Journals to be with us this evening. All of all of them are innovators in the technology field and have tools to share with you that will make a difference in the way that you grow your business, things that you can do right now. So take notes, people. When you listen to it in the archives, you can listen to it over again. This show is not just about listening. It's about learning. It's about choosing the tools that fits you because you're going to get something out of it. Believe me, you are. Opening up the show was our wonderful theme song that everyone just loves so much. And I do love, I love my people. Gifted to us by Mr. Obawin King of Just Us Arts. Visit the Chicago organization at www.justusarts.org. Mr. King uh, should be doing a show for us very, very soon. He is a storyteller. He travels all over the country, and he does adult stories now. So don't think it's just for children. There's storytelling for adults. Uh, That's theater. And he's going to be joining us real soon to host his own show on our network. You know, of course, that all of our shows are replayed on WJPC up in Chicago, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Saturday morning. So you can always sit back again and listen to our show. This is Black Wall Street USA. Our calling number is 347-326-9477. The chat room is indeed open. I'm in the chat room this evening, so put your comments in. Give us a call if you have questions. With us this evening will be Mr. James Orman Ogo, Mel the Catalyst. Attorney Willis Everett Smith is on the line, and Mr. Mark Robinson. Uh, We're going to have a a great evening. We're going to have a great evening. We're going to take a short break here, and we'll be right back with our first guest, Mr. James Orman Ogo, founder and president of Intellectual Dynamics Corporation. Stay with us, people. we got a lot coming for you this evening.
You're listening to WJPCF in Chicago's Community Affairs Calendar, powered by Chicago's Black Business Network. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. Join us today and touch the world. The Black Star Project, located at 3509 South King Drive, has established a Real Men Read program. You know that real men read. I know that real men read. We know that real men write. They invent. They invest. Take care of their families. Care and fight for their communities and villages. Now our children need to know that real men read so that they too will love reading and learning. The Black Star Project invites men and fathers from our communities to read to K through third graders. Ivory Harris at 773-285-9600 will be happy to give you more information. That's 773-285-9600. This is an all-out call for real men. Give a little time. It will make a great difference. You may also visit www.blackstarproject.org for more information. Walking down the street now is a dangerous thing. There are drug dealers, crack houses, gang members, and crackheads. People fighting, cursing, and killing too. So much chaos, we don't know what to do. But if people only knew that they are hurting little children, if they could only see what our community could be. When the consultation, one, stay calm. Two, try to say something positive. Three, tell the person what's on your mind. Four, ask if the person understands. Five, Thank the person for listening if you can. Come on, y'all. Let's be an example. It has to start somewhere. How about now? For more information on ways to prevent violent crimes, contact Totally Positive Productions at 773-488-9553. Somewhere a child is waiting. Somewhere a child is waiting for you, and Unity Parenting and Counseling makes it possible for that child to be connected with his new family. Unity Parenting and Counseling will help you through the application process, training, and certification. Call Brenda Weatherspoon today at 312-455-0007 to be connected at the heart. Call 312-455-0007 today so that each day that child is closer to home. We're back, and you're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, All Black, All News, All You. Tonight's segment is Black Wall Street USA. We're right here every Thursday evening, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Our host, Mr. Carter, is out for the evening, and Black Wall Street USA is going tech. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. Our caller number is 347-326-9477, and the chat room is open. Tonight, we've invited four innovators in the area of technology to be with us this evening, and uh, we're very excited about it. So get prepared to learn a thing or two to enhance your business. Our first guest is Mr. James Oren Ogle, founder and president of Intellectual Dynamics Corporation, and that is indeed a mouthful. Welcome to the show, James. How are you? I am well, and thank you for inviting me back. I'm excited to be here this evening and to share with you what I can. Absolutely. I had a great time. That was a great show. Uh, those were half an hour was just they speed by, but we get to the meat of it, and, I, and that's one thing I enjoy about it. We get right down to the details of it. James, tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and about IDC. 
Certainly. Well, I am a lifelong entrepreneur. I've started a number of real estate investment and financing companies in the New York area back in the 80s and uh, relocated to Atlanta in 93 where I continued uh, similar enterprises, real estate development and investment companies. Uh, Intellectual Dynamics Corporation is a uh, – I founded that in 2006. It's a Delaware company. And its wholly owned subsidiary, IDC and Companies Corporation, a Georgia corporation, is our operating company. Now, these companies, intellectual, uh, reflects my personal philosophy that thoughts are things that can be. And dynamic suggests that action is necessary to bring those thoughts to life and alive. And this is, in essence, the new trajectory of IDC. We have now transformed most of our human resources effort from traditional business to digital business because it's no secret, a tremendous amount of wealth has shifted from the marketplace to online enterprise. And I see this as a window of opportunity to engage our community in participating in this wealth shift. IDC and companies intends to bring a number of initiatives to the marketplace that will empower our community to get a share of this wealth. Now, James, uh, said a mouthful there. Let, let's just go by, because we do have small business owners listening to us. You're based in Atlanta, Georgia, correct? That is correct. You're incorporated in Delaware. That is correct. Okay. And uh, I, lo- I know a little bit about the advantage of that. Why are you incorporated in Delaware? Well, Delaware, uh, the last statistic I, I recall is that 80% of the Fortune 500 companies are Delaware corporations uh, because it offers the best tax advantages in terms of franchise tax, the lowest cost. And uh, for that reason, I, my holding company, Intellectual Dynamics Corporation, is a Delaware corporation. Now, because I'm physically located in Atlanta, Georgia, my operating company, a wholly owned subsidiary of IDC, is the IDC and Companies Corporation that operates the daily operations. Great. And I brought that forward because all of those are considerations and things that small businesses uh, who wish to grow into Fortune 500 (laughs) corporations should take into consideration when they're incorporating. I know they have all these little packages out there. You buy this package, you buy that package. But these are just very, very uh, strong considerations for down-the-line planning, and that's one reason I want to just touch on that. You should look closely at the state that you're incorporating your business in and the way that you're uh, licensing your business. Uh, LLC corporations, sole proprietorship, uh, whatever the case may be. Now, IDC brings life consultancy services for the information age. Explain to our listeners, what do you mean, what is information age when you say it? What do you mean? Well, what I mean by the information age uh, is we are now at a point in the evolution of communications 
that anyone can speak to a group in mass real time. If you think uh, back a little bit in, in, in recent history, to, for us to speak to a group in mass, we had to go to a bottleneck, a point, uh, a broadcaster in order to reach the world. Now, we can sit at home at a, on a desktop or in a car and literally do that via the Internet. That dynamic is a very powerful dynamic that I, I believe most people may not see the power it, it, it puts in the hand of the individual. So from IDC's perspective, we see there's a window of opportunity to engage our community in participating in wealth that has escaped us due to lack of resources because of this lower entry-level threshold to be able to engage Internet business. Absolutely. You're listening to Black Wall Street USA. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. Our guest this evening is Mr. James Oren Ogo, founder and president of Intellectual Dynamics Corporation. Uh, and we're going to have about three other uh, tech specialists, business owners, innovators with us tonight, and then we're going to go into a roundtable, and I'm just going to let them go at it. <laughs> they can, uh, I want them to, to connect, as I did. I think that would be a great experience for all of us, and it is always a great experience, too, and I'm sure James will agree, to reach beyond, and that's one thing that the information age does for us in a way that it has never been done before, we're reaching beyond our common boundaries of physical contact. We're reaching beyond our demographics, our community, our city, our state, our country. We're reaching out in the way that uh, has never been done before. I saw a blog today, and a lady, I guess it's a book, an e-book she wrote. Uh, I saw you on the Internet, and I saw what you did. It's like nothing is not a secret anymore, people. Uh, but we have uh, we have so many opportunities available to us. I don't want you to go away because I want you to share with the other um, innovators on the line the discussion that we had regarding digital assets and digital real estate, because that was a new part of my language, which I haven't stopped using yet. James, I want you to know. <laughs> but I want you to share that with our audience. What do you mean digital assets, digital real estate? Well, think about this. Uh, when, you, when you purchase a domain upon which you can create an online presence, it's similar to buying a buildable lot to build a house or an office building or, or a Disney World or a, a Las Vegas for that matter. Uh, you can quite literally, for $9, 10 or even less, purchase a lot on the Internet highway. And you can create on that lot. It's limited only to your imagination, your mind, your thoughts. A good example is the young man from Facebook. Uh, think about what his lot on the Internet will be soon worth in the marketplace. Uh, that's what I mean by digital assets and digital real estate. It is quite literally an opportunity to bring your thoughts to life on the Internet highway and then later on to monetize it to create wealth. Great. So it, it, it's sort of um, comparing it to 
buying a vacant lot and letting it sit there for 30 years and not developing it. Monetizing it will be using it to its highest and greatest benefit, develop it into something, uh, making it a Trump Tower. Uh, just having digital real estate is not really that meaningful, I guess, in a way, depending on what your digital real estate is. It could grow, uh, that, domain, that domain could grow to become something. But just having it without development is just like having a plain vacant lot that you're just paying, paying taxes on every year. We need to be into digital real estate development as well, correct, James? That, that is correct, and and in that regard, uh, you will see very soon uh, one of our initiatives that uh, we call Matrix 3 is a way to engage our entire community in that process. It will provide the knowledge and an exciting way, really, for all families to get involved, adults as well as young people, on our Matrix 3 platform and actually participate in what the IDC vision is a political economy. Uh, quite literally, we're going to uh, conduct an experiment in political economy, uh, piggybacking on, on the old philosopher's social compact philosophy. Uh, it, that's our overarching initiative, by the way, the social compact, because what we hope to do is to heal via these initiatives a number of our social ills. Uh, listening to some of your ads uh, during the break, uh, uh, we will speak directly to those issues with solutions that will empower our community financially as well as mentally, thoughts. Now, you spoke of one platform that you use in Metric 3. Tell our listeners, give our listeners something that they can use right now that your company does. Tell us something about what your company does right now that they could use. Okay. What we do right now that, that you can use is we provide consultancy services in how to develop your own lot online, if you will. If you wanted to, uh, if you have an idea that is powerful, like some of your my fellow guests here tonight, I, I had the opportunity to review what they did, and you wanted to bring your idea to life, we can provide you consultancy services. We can guide you to developers that actually does the programming uh, and, and the designs that would create your idea as a digital asset online. That's specifically a service we can provide right now in addition to general business development consultancies. Great. James, before we go to another break, Tell our listeners how they can get in contact with you about your website, um, your URL. Tell, tell them how they can reach out to you. You can reach me by going to www.idcandcompaniees.com, and that spells Intellectual Dynamics Corporation, IDC, and companies.com. And you can reach us there, our telephone number, address, and, and other means of contact. Wonderful, wonderful. I do want you to stay with us. I ask everybody for a two-hour commitment because as the other innovators and business owners are on the line and listening 
Uh, I call it my green room, James. That's <laughs> good. I'm listening and waiting to come on the air. I want you to think about maybe some questions that you have for James and how you can interact with this business. We give networking events here in Chicago, and that's what we do. We let everyone do their elevator pitch, but at the same time, we ask them to listen to what the person is saying so that you come back, you have questions. How can you interchange with that person? How can you connect with that person? Or what is it that you're going to share with your business that would assist that person. James, I appreciate you very much, and you know I love these dialogues. Stay with us, okay? Thank you. Thank you for being with us. You're listening to Black Wall Street USA. The chairman is out today over at DuSable Museum on a panel. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. Our caller number is 347-326-9477. Our next guest is going to be Attorney Willis Everett Smith, inventor, owner, innovator of MyTripGlass.com. You're going to love this. Uh, I certainly enjoyed my time with Mr. Smith on CBBN Business Journals. We're going to take a short break right here. We're going to be right back. Thank you so much. We're the soul of Chicago. WJPC. You're listening to WJPCFM Chicago's Community Affairs Calendar, powered by Chicago's Black Business Network. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. Join us today and touch the world. The UAPA says that if we buy black, we can erase unemployment. The United American Progress Association asks that you save your receipts from each of the black-owned businesses where you shopped in the past month and bring them every fourth Monday to the United American Progress Association meeting at 1716 West 79th Street at 7 p.m. Once again, the meetings will be held at 1715 West 79th Street in Chicago at 7 p.m. each fourth Monday. For more information, call 773-952-8829. That's 773-952-8829. We're the soul of Chicago. WJPC. Even superheroes gotta be healthy. Get the Sister Girl Workout Book, a graphic novel available this Black History Month at the DuSable Museum Trading Post gift shop located at 56 and Cottage Grove in Chicago. There you'll find our growing line of hot black age graphic novels or visit Only Studios at www.onlistudios.com. Plus, get your own Only Wears Art Star Denim Jacket. These one-of-a-kind special designs are available now at the Elephant Room Gallery at 703 South Wabash in Chicago. Only's wearable art brings out the art star in you. Indie today, black age forever at www.onlistudios.com. Hey, got Black Hill? You know, that dirty spot on the back of your right shoe and both shoes if you drive a stick. Are you sick of wet cold feet from driving barefoot in the winter? If you're tired of trying to figure out how to protect your expensive footwear from damage while driving, look no further than www.heelshield.com for the answer to your driving shoe protection problems. www.heelshield.com H-E-E-L-S-H-I-E-L-D You know, I've learned a lot in business. 
there are some things that you just have to have if you want to be successful. A great-looking website, some stunning business cards, and a catchy design. You never get a second chance to make that first impression. Why not let TCC Printing make that first impression for you? At TCC Printing, we've got you covered. We guarantee your best impression. Let us start working on your success today. Give us a call at 312-217-0652 or visit us on the web at printpowersolutions.com. Hello, this is Prentice L. Allison, founder and president of SPSI, Service Perfect Solutions Incorporated, a network of financial service professionals teaching people how to use life insurance and annuities to retain more of their income and pay the least tax on it. Our toll-free number is 877-902-9048. We are proud to have serviced more than 500 clients, national and international, from ages 0 to 99 for the past 30 years. My tip to you today is, if you are a business owner with at least one employee, including yourself, it would behoove you to get business life insurance. Why? Thank you for asking. Seven points I want to leave with you. Your premiums are tax deductible. Your policy bills cash tax deferred. Your cash reserve inside the policy is yours to use tax-free. The policy will replace your income if death occur prematurely. The company will pay the premiums if you become disabled. The policy will return all premiums to you when you retire. Last but not least, make sure your agent is well experienced in business life insurance. Stay tuned for more tips on how to use life insurance and annuities to help yourself today and protect your family and business tomorrow. This is Prentice L. Allison, president of SPSI. Toll-free number is 877-902-9048. I wish you well, and to God be the glory.
back, and you're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. Tonight's segment is Black Wall Street USA. We're right here every Thursday evening, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Please join us. The chairman will be back next week. I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network, and we're going tech. Such a great show, great show. We're sort of doing a repeat of our CBB and Business Journals where we interview business owners and other innovators from around the country and probably soon to be, soon to be around the world and having a, a great time at it, and we hope that you are also before we go to our next guest, I do want to say a little bit about our upcoming event on Friday, March 23rd, Hollywood Chicago Style. Meet the cast and the production team of Proud and Privileged. Yes, uh, Lisa Calloway and Calluet, uh, the creator and writer, and I, South Street Journal newspaper, and WJPC-FM Chicago, we're hosting Hollywood Chicago Style. Proud and Privilege is getting ready for the filming of its first season. Come on out and hang with the folks from Jackson Heights, Illinois. Haven't heard of Jackson Heights, Illinois? Well, that's the home of the Proud and Privileged. You can see the trailer, view the trailer, on www.storiesourway.tv. So we're having sort of a pre-cast party. Cast parties are after production, but we're doing it in the beginning. We're celebrating um, the first African-American anytime drama, and we're very excited uh, about this opportunity. Chicago's Black Business Network is very honored to have been chosen as the host for this event. So that's Friday, March 23rd at the Prince Hall Masonic Temple, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. They're located at 809 East 42nd Place in Chicago. If you have not been over to Prince Hall Masonic Temple, you should come. They have renovated. It is very nice. You can also rent it out for events yourself, and they're, they're very, very good to us. We've done other events there as well. Now, this event, uh, $25 at, you know, $25 pre-registration and $35 at the door. It's going to be so much going on. You're going to come in, walk down the red carpet. There's going to be a cameraman there to interview you. We want to know who your favorite actress is, your actor. You may be your own favorite actress or actor if you're in the industry. Bring your bio. Bring your photos because uh, they want to talk to you about possibly being an extra. So come on out and be ready for that. They also want to have discussions about product placement and product integration. Another new word, James, product integration. They'll tell you what that is. But it's very, very exciting. The uh, Right now through March 1st, if you register at info. We will admit two for the price of one. So that's $25, we'll admit two. So come on out, bring a friend. Dress up as your favorite actor or actress. We want to see what you get as you roll down the red carpet. Tell us who you are. It's going to be great. Now, also want you to know the first 50 people who arrived, the doors open at 6 p.m., 6 p.m. people, the first 50 people who arrived, will receive a free copy of Black America Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions, autographed by me. I'm the author, Sonia Perdue. So be the first to arrive. That's uh, another treat. It's going to be so much going on that night, people. It's just going to get more and more exciting as time goes by. So keep checking the website, pmpevent.info, for updates. 
Now, you can always send me an email, and I'll send you an invite at Chicago. That's Chicago's with an S. Chicago's Black Business Network at gmail.com. Chef Rob is bringing gumbo. Uh, it's just so much going on. So come on out February. Uh, no, it's not February. Friday, March 23rd. Okay? No problem. You're listening to Black Wall Street USA. Our calling number is 347-326-9477. Those of you in the chat room, put your questions in, and I will, uh, if you don't feel like calling in, I will surely ask our listeners. So don't hesitate. Leave your website links in the in the chat room. That's how we connect. Make a connection tonight. You're there. It's all about business. Leave your website links there, your contact information there. That's how we connect. That's what we do. Our next guest is attorney Willis Everett Smith from Texas. I want you to know, Mr. Smith, we're getting eight inches of snow tonight. He is the oh my founder goodness. of com. How are you this evening, attorney Smith? I'm pretty good. We're 80 degrees. <laughs> I knew it was going to be some mess like that. <laughs> That's okay. I, I, I could deal with it. I could deal with it. Mr. Smith, tell us about your business and what type of law you practice and what it is that you do in Texas. Well, I practice both criminal law and family law. In the criminal law, I basically do lots of uh, felonies and those kind of things and represent people accused of criminal offenses. Family law, it could be anything from divorces to pretty much child custody, that kind of thing. And I've been doing it for about almost 25 years. So you know what you're doing by now. Great, great. Uh, somewhat. Uh, um, it's still somewhat. called practice. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Now, tell our listeners what is a tip glass in cyberspace. How does that work? What is that? Well, that's something that was missing. That's the, that was the basically the hole in the Internet. Most people know there's tons of videos out there, billions. And what you see on YouTube is basically what you see in American YouTube. You, we got YouTube in China, Japan, Russian, you know, YouTube, all over the place. And they all have videos, okay? So there's billions of videos. And what I learned is, is that a lot of the videos are beautiful and they're very entertaining and my daughter, uh, she plays guitar and uh, wanted me to uh, help her get a video together. And I was looking at comparing her videos with other videos and kind of giving her a yardstick on where she would need to be to play guitar very, very well. And some of the kids were very, 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 very talented. And I actually wanted to donate money to them because I thought they were very entertaining and maybe to help them and encourage them later on. And I found out that um, video sites are not set up that way. In other words, uh, they host your video, but you know, unless you get millions and millions of views, or hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views, it's really, uh, you don't make vid- money off of your video directly. And so one day it just hit me that maybe, and I run a karaoke show on the weekends, I host one, and um, it just hit me one day because one of the guys said, make sure to put the, uh, you know, the tip glass out there so we can go ahead and get our tips. And then I said, wow. You know, wouldn't it be cool if I could put a tip glass on a video and then people could actually receive money for their videos and get paid directly from the video itself without having to partner with anybody? You know, people can, and that doesn't mean they're going to be guaranteed to get paid, but wouldn't it be beautiful if you just at least have the opportunity to place a tip glass on your video and people click on it? Uh, they can leave you money and it's, and it's validated through PayPal or directly. To that person's a PayPal account. 
Great, great. And you know, since our interview, Attorney Smith, every time I look at a video, I think about mytipglass.com. A hip-hop video, a a Chicago-based hip-hop video network today. Oh, they could do the tip glass. <laughs> you know, it's I got it now. You know, everybody could do the tip glass. Now, it's, well, it's going to be big because I think that what's going to happen is this. What people don't understand is this. The real easy part is this. It's free. Uh, the tip glass is absolutely free. You can put it on your video, and when once it's placed on the video, and it's placed on the video through the site, and it's really fast. And you download. Excuse me. You go to the site, which is www mytipclass.com and it's free to join and all you need to do is uh, place a video into the site once you've joined and every time you place a video into the site that becomes your video and what will happen is is that the video of course will have a link and you can place the link on Facebook or MySpace or Twitter or even in the video description of your YouTube video and um, people will see your little tip glass on there and so if no one knows what it is is the tip glass is a logo button okay it's a uh, logo button means basically speaking it's the logo of the my tip glass site and the logo so you'll know is a wine glass green fluorescent wine glass with a dollar sticking out of it okay and underneath the wine glass underneath the uh, is a uh, word tip here okay and when you the the um, it's placed to the right side of your tip glass, excuse me, of your video. And uh, when you, if someone scrolls over it with their mouse, it'll illuminate and light up. You know, so it actually brings nice, you know, illuminance to your video, and uh, you can't miss it basically. And people, when they when they want if they want to tip you, they'll all they do is click it, and it'll go right to your PayPal. My PayPal is embedded in there as well as the primary pay payee. And then what happens is, is that I get $1 for any tip received, but that's all I ever get. Uh, the minimum tip by default is $2, okay? So if someone gets um, $100, I only get a dollar. <laughs> if someone tips someone, you know, but this can go anywhere. Imagine Facebook, you know, you've got uh, videos coming out, let's say, and you've done something clever and you've done something fun, and or you want to teach someone how to do something, or you want to counsel someone on what to do. Uh, well, uh, you can actually place the uh, tip class video in Facebook or on your Twitter, you know, uh, uh, on your Twitters, and basically speaking, you know, tell people, hey, check out my new video, and they and if they like it, they can tip you. And it's, hey, I'd rather have a tip class on a video with a million hits than no tip class on a video uh, with a hundred million hits because it won't matter. You you, you can't. You can make more. You can make a. You can make a dollar off of every hit if you uh, if you have a good enough video. You're listening to Attorney Willis Everett Smith here on Black Wall Street USA. He is the owner and founder of MyTipBlast.com. Now, as you uh, go on shows, start marketing this product. When did you start this company, by the way? Actually, uh, let's see. We. I actually started it in 2009, and basically we've been going slow because I didn't want it to explode because uh, I thought that that was something that was missing in video presentation is, is that most of us place lots of videos, you know, in many ways through Facebook, excuse me, I mean through uh, YouTube and all the video sites, and they basically use your video to display ads and those kind of things, and so they were getting paid nicely. 
And I think this is a, you know, a good way for a person to get paid as well, you know, and directly from their video, you know. And most of us have lots of friends and relatives, and we, we may have three, 400 friends in our downline in Facebook, you know. And, um, and you know, and I think it's beneficial uh, to know that, uh, like, for example, it's great for schools if they want to fundraise or if a person has a medical need, you know, it would be good, or churches, you know, uh, that may do videos. And this should encourage people to make videos. And the beauty of the entire site is you don't need your own video to use it. The site will also show you how to go and find open-ended, basically, videos that are independent videos or videos that are unprotected or uncopyrighted or untrademarked that people just placed out in cyber, cyberspace that you can actually put a tip class on and call it your own and basically uh, get money from it as well. Now, I'm not sure if they hear you or not, mm-hmm. <laughs> what you just said. Uh, you could go in cyberspace. It's like uh, when the West was won, go and stake your claim on a video, put your tip right. glass on it, because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm using James' ter- terminology in real estate. Stake your right. claim on that video, put that tip glass on there, and uh, go for it. Correct, because most videos, I would say probably about – Maybe you know I'm I'm saying conservatively, maybe maybe about half of the videos that are on the internet are independent videos made by just regular folks in their home or outside in the park or whatever, and they're hilarious or outrageous or whatever, and they didn't know at the time obviously that they could make money at it, you know, so therefore there was no reason to protect it. And most of us, you know, they we just do our videos, we sing, and uh, you know, and then then that's pretty much it, and we put it on there and. Uh, and we want our relatives to see that, but we have no idea that, wait a minute, you know, maybe I should have uh, trademarked this or, you know, done something uh, to protect this thing. Well, because of that, uh, it's just out there in cyberspace, and um, unless uh, it's got some protections in some way to give fair notice to everyone that this is a protected video in some way, um, you know, with the, uh, let's say, copyright or, you know, trademark TM thing on the uh, above, uh, that's usually pretty much all a fair game. Okay, people, you heard that you need to protect your uh, property out there and put your tip glass on yeah, it. Put your property and put your glass on it. Right. You know, like I right. gave the, um, uh, the example about how, like, let's say when Barry Bonds hits a home run and, uh, you know, and the ball lands outside and you see all the folks with their boats and they try to get the ball, well, you know, that's – you know, he just hit it out. He just hit it out in space, and it lands somewhere. You know, so now if Barry Bonds wrote on that specific baseball, let's say this ball belongs to Barry Bonds. If you see it, please return to you know. Now he's in many ways has copyrighted or you know, you know, tagged that ball and trademarked it in some way. And anybody holding it, they're given fair notice to give it back. Great, great. And uh, we're going to come back and talk to you a little bit more, Attorney Smith, We because Mark Robinson has been on the line quite a while. Uh, yes. Mark Robinson is unlimitedclients.net. We want to uh, thank him for his patience and because we want to bring all of you back so that you can uh, interact together 
and tell our listeners a little bit more how they can use this to raise funds. Okay, Attorney Smith? Yes, ma'am. And uh, give them the website again before you leave. Yes. It's www.mytipclass.com. They're going to it right now. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're Thank listening you too. to Black Wall Street USA. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. Now, tonight, Black Wall Street is going tech. You were looking for the chairman, weren't you? He's over at the Sabo Museum, and he'll report back to us last week on that dialogue. There's some heavy hitters over there, probably about 600 people over there in the auditorium, and they into some heavy stuff over there on black consumerism. He'll be back to report next week. You know he got all that news reporter in him. Now, uh, we're going to take just a, a very short break because Mr. Robinson has been on the line quite a while, and we do want to thank him for being with us. You listen to Black Wall Street USA. We will be right back. Be in business for yourself, but not by yourself. Team up with a company voted the 57th most promising by Forbes. With no money to collect from your customers, no credit checks, and no cost for you to join. Visit electricmoneyteam.com, 773-980-9288. That's electricmoneyteam.com, 773-980-9288. Hey, you want more money in your pocket, right? Savers are losers, unless you save like the rich and beat inflation. The secret? Save the right kind of money. Pure, solid, 24-karat gold or silver for as little as 20 bucks a week, direct from the mint. Don't spend money. Exchange bad money for good money. Start today at SaveMetalMoney.com. That's SaveMetalMoney.com. The chains of slavery in the modern world are not forged with links of iron, but with the bonds of limiting ideas and debt. Feel that you're surrounded on all sides by your mortgage company? Then you need Foreclosure Attacker. Our team of legal experts are here to help. If you and your family are struggling with mortgage payments and have a high interest rate in foreclosure or have questions about the legality of your mortgage documents, call Foreclosure Attacker at 866-669-0395 or visit www.foreclosureattacker.com. Call 866 866- 669-0395 today to win the fight against your mortgage beast. Welcome back, and you're listening to Black Wall Street USA on Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, and I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue. We're having uh, conversations with some really innovative tech people, and we are just loving it, and we hope to repeat it over and over and over again. And we hope that you're enjoying it in the chat room, and we hope that our listeners are enjoying it. You know that shows are replayed on Saturday mornings, uh, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., and they're going to get an earful, here I go, Um, uh, listening to uh, Mr. Smith talk about MyTipGlass.com. That just starts you to working, doesn't it? It just gets you to going. You're thinking about it, aren't you? Uh, when they hear Mr. Ogle talking about digital assets and uh, digital real estate, that's what it's supposed to do. It's food for thought. And uh, as Mr. Ogle said, as James said, it's okay to, to have the thought, but the thoughts require action. All of this 
requires more than just listening to it. It requires some action on your part. Mark Robinson, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you for your patience. I'm doing I'm doing great. We we got caught in a little bit of a snowstorm, but made it home safe, and I'm excited to be here and uh, talking with you again and able to share with your audience. Now, what part of the country are you in, Mark? We are actually in Council Bluffs, Iowa, about six hours, I think, from Chicago. Ah, that must be what's coming our way, huh? That eight inches is coming from over there in Iowa somewhere, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, tell our listeners about unlimited clients. Your your services are a little bit different. You actually have some specific services for our businesses. So tell us a little bit about Mark Robinson and unlimited clients. Hmm. Well, thank you again. Uh, I really, I almost flip it back and say, well, you know, my my business is about your business and your your listeners' business. So, um, but if I had to summarize it in a nutshell, uh, as we discussed before, I, I get involved in the whole business process and helping people improve that. Um, there are many tools that we use, as you've seen on my website. I think you were asking me about you know, how, we, how I've got about 13 different services on there. Um, really, I do that to try to, to come in and be able to look at a business process that people are doing, uh, asking them questions about how they are in their marketplace, whether they want to be, you know, big, small, whether they want to be around 10 years from now, and what their budgets are. And we try to sit down with them and really create a a marketing plan that's going to make sense for them in both the long and the short term. And uh, we really try to be able to be a a one-stop shop, so to speak, because when we go in and we consult with each business, um, not everybody's needs are the same. And I think as, you know, James was alluding to, you know, there are a lot of people that are starting to understand the digital assets and the digital real estate. Um, most people do have a Facebook page or, or a website. Um, where we really come in is we try to help them to understand the appropriate ways of using those tools that's where we're a little different. Uh, we try to design with the thought of longevity and also protecting um, those digital assets, but also um, the fact that even though it's digital, you still have a connection um, on the Internet that portrays your business and your company. And I believe James was alluding to that also, how the interactions now today are, are so different and the way that you connect with your customers and you build relationships are extremely important. And uh, there's a lot of new um, jobs being created around reputation management, um, other other forms of marketing and relationship building. But at the end of the day, that's really where it still lies is uh, taking those digital times and those digital tools and all the technology. With my company, anyway, what our focus is is learning how to use those tools to properly connect with your current client base because at the end of the day, um, we all know that your business success really depends heavily on the quality of the relationships that you have with your current customers. Wonderful. 
You're listening to our guest tonight, Mr. Mark Robinson of Unlimited Clients. Now, one thing, when you were on the show the last time, Mr. Robinson, that we did not touch on that I want our listeners, because I, I'm, I'm learning about this too, and it's becoming very important, it's about we didn't touch on virtual assistance, and that's a service that your company offers. Could you tell us a little bit about that and how the small business person can really, really utilize that service? Sure. Um, what that is is there's a lot of times where uh, folks have gone in the past to, say, a labor-ready or a manpower, um, some other form of a temporary agency in order to get a secretary for a couple of days to answer the phones, um, maybe to, to file some papers and to write some reports and to be able to um, ask that person to respond to emails. We all know that business fluctuations happen. There's times when uh, you're going to find that you're busier than others, and that's where a virtual assistant really comes in handy. We have some people that can handle um, responding professionally to emails for you. Um, basically, it's kind of like an out-of-the-office message, but with a real person on the other end, so that when you come back, um, you're not bombarded with an email box full of two or 300 messages and missing something that might have been urgent or important so that you can still have the time um, to have a life to, to be with your family for a few days or to, you know, take care of, you know, your personal business. And as you are a small business entrepreneur, that becomes a little bit more difficult because you either have the choice of hiring someone uh, full-time when you have to take on that heavy responsibility of, a, of that person's payroll and health care benefits and things like that for the long term. The other alternative may have been in the past to go again to like uh, Volt Temporary Services or one of those temp agencies. And they typically would charge you some sort of a flat fee um, and usually the laborer would probably say, for example, be being paid um, 7 or $8 an hour, maybe $10 an hour, but that agency, of course, has to make their profit. So they typically would charge you 1.5% or 1.5 times what that person was making, and they would bill you for a minimum set of hours in that contract. So if you were paying the end result of the day, you wanted a $10 an hour employee, you would probably be paying $15 an hour to that agency for a minimum of so many hours per day for you know the contract of a week or two weeks. So we kind of come in and offer similar, but we just we don't have the overhead and, and all the markups, so we're able to offer those services just through some of the resources that we have already employed with us. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, I think it's very important for our listeners to understand, you know, the virtual assistant concept. I think it's important for one thing I think is important for them to understand that you can go to individual uh virtual assistants but they don't and, and, and that's probably fine but if they're managed through a company they'll have a greater sense of commitment and uh you don't know who you're getting on the net. One thing about it I wanna warn our uh listeners about that. There are a lot of people saying they're virtual assistants and individuals, but you be careful who you give your personal business information to, uh, that you turn your personal business records over to, 
you don't really know who that is, and I'm sure that Mark has already checked out his people. You don't, and some of them, she's probably only utilizing the best of those that uh, because some of them really do not fulfill what they say they're going to do, and some of them can't do what they say they're going to do. You know, there's a lot of fluff out there. I'm going to use that word, Mark. <laughs> there's, a yeah. lot of fluff. there's a lot of fluff out there going on, okay? So you be very careful who you give your personal information to out there on the net. Am I correct, Mark? You are correct. And I and that's okay. actually a good point that a lot of people don't understand is that I literally have spent hours. In fact, I was doing it today. I, I'm constantly pre-screening and interviewing and hiring people and making sure that they would be a good fit for our business model and for our customer base. And, you know, that, that can end up taking up a whole day on its own easily. And that's something that we talked about too, managing time. We, we can talk about that when we come back a little. Now, Mark, tell tell our client, tell our, our clients, they're my clients now. <laughs> tell your prospective clients and our listeners how they can reach you. Yes, um, excellent. Well, they can go to my website, which is unlimitedclients.net, and. Um, they can actually use that contact space there. I also have my phone number on the website. But even more importantly, there is a top-of-the-page sign-up form uh, just for giving your email where you would be able to get some tips from me, no charge, and I'm not going to share that information with anybody else. Um, it's just a good way, you know, if you're wanting to get some tips by email from me. You can also call me at one 800 537-6133, and I'll be glad to uh, answer any questions I can for you. Okay. Now, Mark, just let me ask you this. I'm, I'm going to break, just a very short break. Are, in your dealing with your prospective clients, uh, reaching out, trying to get more customers, some people I find, you know, just the services that I do, ask me what I do, I do so much. But anyway, People people seem to misunderstand about investing money in their business, or what they or how they should invest the money. When I came in and, and did the intro earlier, I used the comparison analogy. The wheel has already been invented. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. We need to choose the correct wheel and the correct tools for our business. And I think that's part of why we're overwhelmed, too. At least I feel that. Can you address that for me, Mark? Yes, it's a very good point, and that's where um, I think I was trying to stress that in the beginning, which is where we really are different than, say, just a web design company or a, a Facebook marketing company. We really sit down with, with each client and each customer and go over with, what their their end goal is, what is it they are really wanting. I, at the end of the day, I just ask people, you know, if there was something in your business that you felt that was broken or not working as well as you wanted it to, what would that be? And then I would try to work on that with, with that customer to um, show them ways that they could go ahead and make those corrections. We also do the management end. So that takes a lot of the load off of them. We we walk away and give you the, the plan if you choose to implement it yourself. But uh, like you said, there's so many tools and so many different options 
and then even the ones that you are somewhat familiar with still can consume a lot of time in structuring the information that you put out there in a proper way. It's just like, uh, what do they call it, copywriting. Uh, you want to make sure that you're delivering the proper message and sometimes thinking about that in context um, takes time just like anything else and that's where we really try to, to hold your hand through that process and manage that for you if you so choose to just hand it over to us as a whole. And you took uh, some of the words right out of my mouth, uh, my next question really, because I was sitting here thinking, do I really need all these social networks? Why am I signed up for? It seems like they're just unending these, I, I can't even name or stumble upon. I mean, it's just uh, it's somebody sending me some of my pens. I just and flip and yelp and I'm like, oh, please, and join me here. And it has 150,000 people. I'm like, oh, my goodness. You think you're going to miss somebody, but are you really going to miss something? What do we do, Mar? What do we do? (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's a great question. And uh, to be honest with you, I've tested some of those others and and some of the ones that aren't so popular and some I've never heard of. And actually, I have picked up customers that way, and it's, I guess it's just like anybody else. There's people that like Pepsi and there's people that like Coca-Cola and uh, (laughs) some people like using different tools. There's some people that swear that they, you know, love Facebook and that would be the only tool they use and other people that don't like it. So it depends really on your business model and and what it is the persons and the audience that you're trying to reach as to which ones are more appropriate for you. And as a networker myself, at least people I do think that's what I am, I have a thousand, thanks to Mel the Catalyst, who didn't join us tonight, but that's okay. I will catch up with Mel the Catalyst another time. I think I have a thousand some LinkedIn. Ran to somebody who says he has 30,000. I'm like, what? What is that? Huh? <laughs> I felt like an infant. <laughs> yeah. My blog, 30,000? Where did you get those people from, you <laughs> know? Oh my goodness! It's it's interesting though. I I love it. I love the learning part, and, and you know I love doing it. And yes, I think our listeners, I and even our guests tonight, is sometimes feel overwhelmed as we struggle through to find uh, what works for us. Now we're going to come back and we're going to bring all our guests on so that they can interact because we certainly want them to uh, meet each other and interact and come back and give us uh, something that we could use. We'll be right back, Mark. Thank you so much. Tell our clients where they can reach you again. They can reach me at the website, www.unlimitedclients.net. They can sign up for uh, my newsletter there, or they can just call me at 1-800-537-6133. Thank you so much, Mark. We'll be right back. Proud and privileged, America's first African-American anytime drama is getting ready for its first season, and they want to celebrate with you, Chicago. Meet the cast and the production team of Proud and Privileged on Friday, March 23rd at the Prince Hall Masonic Temple, located at 809 East 42nd Place in Chicago, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Enjoy great music, networking, refreshments, and photo ops. 
$25 in advance, $35 at the door. Advance payment recommended to PayPal.com at Chicago's, that's Chicago with an S, Chicago's Black Business Network at gmail.com. Get on board by calling us at 312-239-8835. Preview the trailer at www.storiesareaway.tv. Sponsored by South Street Journal, Chicago's Black Business Network, and WJPC-FM Chicago, the soul of Chicago. On Sunday, February 26th at 4 p.m., find yourself in the midst of a new experience when you attend The March, a civil rights opera by Alan Marshall and Jonathan Stinson. This is a free event. Reservations are highly recommended. Pre-register by email at rsvp at civilrightsopera.com. Hosted by the Chicago Park District and the South Shore Opera Company. That's Sunday, February 26th at 4 p.m. at the South Shore Cultural Center, 7059 South Shore Drive in Chicago. For details on this drama in the making set in 1963, visit civilrightsopera.com. Hey, you want more money in your pocket, right? Savers are losers, unless you save like the rich and beat inflation. The secret? Save the right kind of money. Pure, solid, 24-karat gold or silver for as little as 20 bucks a week, direct from the mint. Don't spend money. Exchange bad money for good money. Start today at SaveMetalMoney.com. That's SaveMetalMoney.com. The chains of slavery in the modern world are not forged with links of iron, but with the bonds of limiting ideas and debt. Welcome back. You're listening to Black Wall Street USA. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network, author of Black America, Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions, Book 1, 2010, now available on Amazon.com. Go over and get your copy or come over and support our project on Indiegogo.com. That's I-N-D-I-E, gogo.com. We're preparing for Black America, the 2012 experience. We will be traveling around America, and we will be we will be recording uh, America answering the tough questions. So we look forward to being in your city or your town. We're going to welcome all our guests back uh, to the show because we want them to uh, to meet each other and to have the same experience that I did when I interview interviewed them, and that is um, first of all. Welcome back, James. Welcome back, Mark. And welcome back, Willis. And, uh, James, did you have anything you wanted to add, or did you have any questions for the other guests? Well, yes, and thank you. I would like to congratulate both uh, gentlemen, uh, Mark and uh, Mr. Smith, on, on, on their creativity. And I, I, I reviewed both websites, and they're fantastic uh, websites in, in terms of the idea uh, of the tip glass coming from a disciplined mind, uh, an attorney, I, I, I have to ask Mr. Smith uh, to start. Uh, how did a disciplined mind wonder and come up with such a creative uh, idea? Um, out of, like I said, basically out of necessity, I was kind of conflicted as to why it is that the internet, and especially you know uh, YouTube, uh, didn't have a way to show your true appreciation for something. For example, if you were at a restaurant, you had a great meal, you know, you're going to want to show your appreciation and maybe 
tip them something or whatever. So I think that that's what it was, and it just kind of I kind of thought it was kind of weird that these kids were really pouring themselves out and uh, showing all their talent, and all they get is a thumbs up or thumbs down and that kind of thing. And I. I couldn't believe that I couldn't at least show my appreciation, leave them something maybe, and I thought that that was kind of unusual. And then I, I hit it. This is that uh, most uh, video sites are famous for making people famous, but uh, what good is fame without fortune? Yes, I agree. And if I may, uh, also to uh, Mark, Mr. Robinson, your your idea, the services you provide, uh, I'd like, I will be in touch with you soon because. Many of them uh, my company can use, and as well as clients of mine. But I'm particularly uh, interested in, in a service that most businesses that have acquired their piece of digital real estate might overlook, and that is the, the popular SEO, the search engine optimization services, if you would share a little more, more about that with us. Sure, Jay. Um like like you had stated earlier, a lot of people um, are learning, and from people such as yourself, that it's important to establish digital assets. Um, the challenge then is that you are now competing with something staggering with so many zeros. I I don't even remember how many there are after it. Uh, people that are um, registering new domain names every day and opening up virtual real estate um, offices or stores, so to speak. And it becomes quite complicated for the average business owner or manager to spend the amount of time that it takes to go through and stay up to date with what Google is doing. And they're really the only one I mentioned for the simple fact that, yes, there is being from Microsoft and Yahoo used to be a big player, but they're actually kind of filtering out now. Um, as the Internet grows, so does the process and the technical term from Google is their algorithms have changed very recently. A lot of that is actually going back to something that Sony had mentioned, which is there was a lot of people that just really would just put out very poor information um, they also might take other people's ideas and, and try and, and steal those and reutilize them. So Google basically has smartened up over the years, and the most recent change, they call it Panda, is starting to use social media and people voting and their interaction as more of a way of promoting a customer's website, whereas it used to be enough just to throw up as much content as you could that was relevant to um, the actual keywords that you might use. So, for instance, if you were a beauty shop and you started throwing up information in the past about haircuts, um, styles, and that sort of thing, it would have been enough. But now um, there's just so many websites that in order to make them relevant and try and provide a good customer experience, which is Google's goal because that's how they make their money off of advertising and interaction. It's now meaning that social media and people visiting your site and actually liking that and then sharing those links with their friends is becoming more of a weight than anything in uh, search engine optimization, which all that really means to the average person is if I was to go to um, your town and to go into the Google search and say that I'm looking for 
a place to get my hair cut or a place to get a massage or a place to have dinner, um, you are going to find that that pulls up several pages. In fact, many of the search results will say it's 20, 30, 40, 50,000 pages worth of information involved around that particular word or phrase that you were searching. And uh, so to be found above all the others and towards the top, there's two ways to accomplish that. That's to pay Google enough money that they um, will put you at the top of the page or to do what's called organic. Uh, and again, that's more from putting up good content, having good information and interaction between the people that visit your site and your actual physical location. You're listening to Black Wall Street USA. Our guest this evening is Mr. James Oren Ogle of Intellectual Dynamics Corporation, Attorney Willis Everett Smith, founder and owner of MyTipGlass.com, and Mr. Mark Robinson, founder of Unlimited Clients. That's that .net or is that .com, Mark? It, it is .net. It is .net, UnlimitedClients.net. And you were answering the question that I want to answer because I did a Google search today, and I don't even remember what it was for because I'm always on the computer. And there was a million some results. I'm like, well, there's a uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people lost out there that you would never ever ever see a million and something results for that one thing. And uh, of course, what are there like thirty on that front page? So there's a Really, a million, one million, one hundred thousand that are, that you'll never see, and uh, you were really answering uh, my question for me. How do we get seen? How do we stand out? Attorney Smith, did you have any questions for our guest? Well, actually, it's not a question, but actually an, an observation too, which is that I found it very, very, very strong. If you take a video, and, and I'm sure that. Uh, uh, I don't know if Mr. Ogle knows this but or, or Mark, but uh, there's video SEO that's incredibly effective. Um, I have that for my law firm, and I do my own videos, and I have I, I have ways to do that, and it's it's incredibly effective, especially if you're talking local marketing. Uh, you know, if you're trying to get, let's say, for example, if you're trying to be number one for, uh, let's say, for example. Um, um, even SEO marketing um, throughout the world, then good luck with that. But if you're trying to be number one in your local market, you can actually optimize a video, and there are video optimizing places out there that you can, and you can get a video done pretty quickly. Um, even on Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R, they'll do one for five bucks for you. And then if you can get a video uh, SEO person, I mean, I've been number one on pretty much every single uh, of every single one of my practice areas, criminal law. Uh, Houston, uh, number one, uh, you know, in uh, family law, Kingwood, uh, Texas, uh, family law, or uh, divorce lawyer, uh, Kingwood, Texas, and so on and so on. And and there's an art to it, basically. And uh, basically, you know, because like he was talking about the algorithms of uh, Google, you know, there are certain things that they'd like to look for. But video is king because Google wants people to, uh, you know, when you're looking at text, when there's a video, that'll drive someone's eye right to the video. And nine times out of ten, we're scrolling down and we we're looking for something and we see a video rather than you know the text we're going to probably go to the video and I think video SEO is really 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 uh, you know really effective and actually not that not that hard to do. You're listening to Black Wall Street USA. 
I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, your host for this evening. The chairman is out, and he will be back next week. I did want to ask one question that uh, came up as you were speaking, Attorney Smith, and maybe Mark can answer this. Uh, is it more important to focus on your local market and trying to move up, I don't know if you call it the, the SEO, the Google letter, then try, I guess it depends on the product, then trying right. to reach the whole world. Is it more important? Well, my 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 base is Chicago's Black Business Network, so I do focus locally, but I'm connecting businesses to the world. So is it more important for me to focus locally than trying to reach everybody in the entire world, although I would love to? That is, that is exactly the question, Sonia, that uh, I had mentioned earlier that a lot of people have. And it really comes down to, um, I think I would also touched on, when you set a foundation, and I think James even talked about it a little bit, when you set a foundation, it has to have a starting point. In any business process or any business that you're going to start, you really have to consider what it is that is your goal, what is it you're trying to do. Um, you, if, you, if you want to touch your local community, which is what I would highly recommend is going to be the easiest way, um, and I think that um, Mr. Smith had said, you know, something similar. It's a lot easier uh, for certain markets especially to, to be competitive locally, whereas let's say that you, if you're trying to be competitive with the insurance industry, for example, that is still right. massive that they have so much money that it would be very difficult for a small um, boutique insurance firm to compete with the Geico's, if that makes sense. Oh, no, it does, and you're right, because basically speaking, like you were talking about before, people don't realize it, but most placement on any of these uh, search engines is pretty much manipulated. In other words, it's it's either pay-to-play, that kind of thing, or pay-per-click, you know, those kind of things. But you can get around it locally you know, at first because of the fact that you can do a video SEO and you can do a, a Google uh, you know, a placement of your uh, videos and, and those kind of things, uh, or the uh, Google Places, I think, you know, and Maps and so forth. Um, so there's ways to do it first locally and then uh, kind of you know, branch out after that. You listen to Black Wall Street USA, and we've gone tech tonight. I'm sorry, Mark. I do want to ask the, uh, a question. My network, once again, is Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. We have close to 900 members, and I hope that Mark and Attorney Smith will come over and join. James, they'll come over and join us this week. You have so much to offer. And uh, I love pulling in quality quality people. It's very important that they, our small business interact Uh my one of my models is we try to assist you in moving your business to the le- next level of success. So you have to have the tools, so you have to connect with people uh, who are levels above you. We must remember that. But my point is, as people come in or as I look at, uh, when I take time to look at what my members are doing and look at their website, because I do look at all of them, or I have a one time when they came in, I look at I look at everyone's website when they come in, check it. But how many of them don't work or how many of them really don't have functional websites? I mean, it's just the number is quite large. Uh, 
for small businesses that do not really, and that's just my network. I mean, 900 people is not a huge network, but I love you. Don't worry about it. I love you. But if we look overall at businesses uh, in America, in the world, we think that there's so much out there that they have websites. They do not have websites or functional ones or anything that anybody would want to use, you know. You find that, Mark, they just don't have websites. Yes, and I think that actually what you're saying is what I was going to reiterate, um, and, I, and I believe that uh, Mr. Smith, you know, and you even touched on it earlier. You said one guy said he has 30,000 followers. So, so the bottom line is if you're not able to interact with that many people, then what is the use? Um, same with a website, same with a video, having it ranked high, um, those are good things. But the bottom line that my company usually does is we ask you, what is the lifetime value of your customer? What is the lifetime value of a customer, and how much does it cost you to acquire that customer? Is being ranked number one for a particular keyword actually benefiting your bottom line, or is it just having you have a bunch of people click on, they like your, your page? Um, and that's speaking to, Sonia, what you're saying. Uh, the functionality, if you look at my website, it's, you know, it looks okay, but the most important thing it has is my phone number and a place for people to put in their email address if they want to be part of my newsletter. Um, if you look at a lot of websites, there's some very, what I like to call, pretty placeholder websites. They have a lot of flash design, but they lack uh, interaction with me, the, the person that's visiting that site maybe for the first time and looking for information or maybe looking for um, a discount from that company or whatever offers they might be making. And that's something that I, I want to keep in mind. I think that we discussed that on CBB and Business Journals because I don't see my interaction on there anyway. There's a lot of stuff on there. I'm like, what <clears throat> is it that are really selling. I do a lot of things, and as I go back and sit down and listen to these shows and think about it again, and our listeners, you're here to learn tonight, and this is something that they need to think about too, Mark James and Attorney Smith. What are you really selling? I, I mean, I have all these things that I do, but I really need to pull together <laughs> and decide, what am I selling? I have marketing tools. I do blasts. I work for a newspaper. I'm doing an event. I'm hosting a radio show. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> now, I should I don't tell people that. Do I really know what I'm doing? I'm just have, I'm having a good time at it, so I'm going to tell you that much. And I'm learning. But, Mark, I think it's so important what you're saying. James seems to have it down as to what he's doing. Well, Attorney Smith seems to have it down as to what he's doing. I'm wondering, what am I actually selling? So I'm in the midst of doing my business plan. I started this week, you know, and I'm going to write an e-book, one, uh, eight-week business plan, one hour a day. That's my goal, <laughs> one hour a week. Can I do that? Yes, I can. I can do that. I have a little writing skill. If, if so I can what interject. What we're actually doing, Mark? That is definitely one of the things that I ask people in the interview process. Um, I interview people and, and try and find out what is it that you're hoping to accomplish? What did you imagine the business being when you started it? 
and where is it compared to that today? Great, great. And I don't think that, that people really, really know. I think um, you'll find it's like, well, I want to use the example of a restaurant that has this huge menu and all these things, and none of them are great. Uh, what is it that we do well? Maybe that's one of the important things, Mark. What is it that we really do well? Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to ask James um, if, if he, I guess he said he had looked at our sites. Uh, James, how would you? What service would you be able to provide for me, and what service would you be able to provide for Mark? I wonder. Well, that's that's a good question. Uh, I I would probably be more interested in 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 Mark services, and I right. would say off off the top, uh, um, Mr. Smith. The I see a lot of of collaboration possible between your concept and one of my initiatives. Let me be very specific with one of our initiatives is called Prize Banker. And what okay. struck me when I when I saw your uh, concept, it was just such a great marriage. I, I do plan to speak with you about it in the near future. Because what we are looking to do is very similar to what you've already done, but it, but it complements the initiative that it relates to. And, and and what Price Banker is is basically a way of allocating funds through the social network to okay. youth achievers and tying in the the revenue uh, to advertising dollars from businesses. So when when I said I'm I'm, I'm trying to answer your question in the context of my initiative, uh, and that is when I say we are experimenting with. A political economy it might seem a bit abstract but I do mean quite literally what I just said because you our initiative would provide a service to you to my tip glass through collaboration because right. my prize banker feature could be linked to your tip glass and instead of a video being played of of the type of videos that we see on YouTube that are so so such a variety uh, a menu, my initiative is very specific. I'll give you a hint. One of the uh, the objectives is to elect a virtual president, United States okay. of America, and and so uh, youth achievers from colleges around the United States will be competing in speaking and delivering the State of the American Address, which is a trademark issued uh, a brand of mine, of IDC. And so imagine uh, young uh, college students around the country delivering what I consider to be the the counterposition of the State of the Union Address. Uh And they're uploading their videos on on that platform, and we have it linked to TipGlass, so that uh-huh. as, as, as visitors around the country and the world view the best speaking talent in America, delivering uh-huh. both eloquence and relevant real-time content to the marketplace, as uh-huh. opposed to just the typical uh, type of entertainment, think about the power of that uh, linked to your tip glass concept. Right, right. Well, I mean, uh, I think one of the things that uh, she was asking earlier today was is to try to go into how this tip glass would actually help a business. You know, I mean, how would that do that? And I told her, well, let's say, for example, Mark Robinson, you have this business, which is huge, you know, and 
of this business over oh, that's huge. You know, I think that one of the things that people don't realize is this is that that business also most of us use the leverage of uh, Facebook, and most of us use the leverage of let's say Twitter. You know, so could you imagine, let's say for example, even if your business decided to do something with let's say for example, uh, helping uh, let's say uh, uh, cancer research. You know, it's always good to have a tie-in with something that's that's huge and has a wide audience. Okay, let's say for example, uh, your business is going to have a tie-in with MS muscular dystrophy or something like that. You know, you can actually run a video or a series of videos on my tip class and show what your company is doing. In other in other words, just for even public relations purposes. You know. And then feature that in your company and show that, you know, we do this and we we ask people to, to look at the video and, and leave tips and, and those kind of things because we want to help. You know, a good public relations, we had a, a, a company out here and what they did every year is that they would go ahead and uh, give furniture uh, to people whose homes were burned and they would ask for 10 you know, people whose homes got burned down or, you know, people. And uh, that business grew so incredibly fast just because they were actually just giving it away, you know? And I said, wow, just the power of, of positive, I guess, deeds, you know, brings back positive uh, views, you know? And so, and that's one way that this would do that. Could you imagine if, for example, your company did something like that and then use Facebook to take that video, okay? And then you would ask your employees to take that same video and place it on their Facebook and say, look what our company is doing, help out, you know, that kind of thing. It would be it would be awesome because let's say individually you have uh, probably maybe a hundred, two hundred, five hundred people in your downline on Facebook alone. Imagine if each employee took that video and placed it on their Facebook and said, "Check out what we're doing right now," you know, and so forth. It could just grow and and uh, have positive reinforcement throughout the community. Excellent. Wonderful, Mark Robinson. Did you have any questions for our guest tonight? I think that Mr. Smith actually just uh, he, he just asked a very good question and, and asking how we can help each other and, and I thought that was that was good because that's what I was actually going to ask as well. I I don't know if anyone else was going to ask it or bring it up, but I think in one of the things that you had requested from us is how would we help someone uh, in your in your group that might be listening tonight. And I've heard mention of a couple of social media tools, Facebook and Twitter. Um, one of the things that maybe you didn't know about, and I hope that this can be useful for um, your small business, is using Twitter, if, even if even if people don't have an account and you post mm-hmm. a flyer in your business, let's say if you're a barbershop um, mm-hmm. or your local uh, beauty salon or nail salon, some of those small businesses in your Chicago community area, especially, um, they could post a flyer, for instance, that says follow and the user ID of a Twitter account that that business could create if you haven't already created one. Uh, Obviously, you want to try to create one that's going to be associated with the style of business that you have. For example, example, Main Street Master Cuts or something, you know, of that nature people could actually, with a smartphone, type in follow Main Street Cuts at 40404 is the number that they would send that text to. And now 
what would happen is everyone that did that would be following that person on Twitter. You could get on Twitter as that business owner when you have a slow day and you could say, you know, because it's a Wednesday afternoon or whatever, we're now offering, um, we've got space for you to come down and we're offering $20 off a full-blown, you know, day at the spa or whatever. And that's the power of right now. Um, It's the power of skipping past the email. Um, It won't go to the junk mail box. And basically all the studies that have been done said 90% or more of a text message is read within the first minutes that it's sent to your phone. So think about that. Let me ask you this, Mark, because I'm trying to get an understanding about what you're saying. I have a Twitter account for my business. I put in a text message. Is that what you're saying? Explain what I'm saying is that people that could possibly be patrons of, say, your your salon or your bar or your local small business or even an auto dealership, if they have a smartphone, which most people do today, the iPhone is one of the most popular items on the market, and handheld units that are smartphones are outselling laptops three to one at the current rate, probably going to get more. Um, all they have to do is send a text message to 40404 and then type in follow, and then they type in follow space whatever the user ID is. So what's your Twitter user ID, Sonia? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Goodness. Chick, chick, oh, C-H-I-B-L-K. It's Chicago's Black Business Network. C-H-I-B-L-K-B-U-S-N-E-T. So if someone were to take their smartphone right now and they put in 40404, and then that's the number that you would be sending the text to, and then type in the message, follow, space, your Twitter ID, and hit send. Now anytime that you send out a Twitter message, it's going to go directly to that smartphone You can send out an SMS message that says you're having a promotion for the day. You can say it's happy hour, there's free appetizers, you know what I mean? It's it's just a way of staying in direct communication with people that have visited your location and or your business, maybe saw the sign. How many times have people been sitting, for example, in a chair waiting for an opening to get their hair cut for maybe an hour um, to get their hair done. They could walk next door literally or go down the street, take care of business, and the person, if they were trained properly in that business, could then send that person, you know, a message saying, hey, you know, your, your time is ready, or hey, there's a discount, just come in and show us on your phone that we sent you the coupon and you're a subscriber. One you know, rudimentary way of doing a, a, a t- what they call a text coupon. Um, my company does things a l- where you can make them a little bit fancier than that, but it's a very um, good way if you're bootstrapping your business and you're kind of just getting off to a start and you don't have a lot of money. You can actually use Twitter to put um, signs up in your business saying follow us by, you know, texting 40404, the message follow and our Twitter name, and then anytime you're running a promotion, you could send that out and it would go directly to their cell phone, and people generally read their text messages right away, whereas an email message may or may not get read for days or it may end up in the junk box. Um, Obviously, you want to be careful about the messages that you're sending and how frequently you're sending, but imagine the power of a slow day, for example, 
and you send out a, a message to people that are already following you and you say, you know, there's $10 off if you come in today between 5 and 7 p.m. That's immediate action. That's quick money in your pocket when people need it. And it's showing a customer in action and appreciation for them uh, following you. Does that make sense? I get it. Yes, I'm. I'm glad you repeated that for me because now I get it. That's wonderful. You listen to Black Wall Street USA, and we're winding down in time. And I want to thank each of you uh, for being with us. If we would, we're going to go in order. Uh, James, could you give us your final remarks, please? Certainly, I'd like to thank you for bringing us bringing this group together. It was a very informative session. I certainly appreciate meeting. Mark and meeting uh, Mr. Smith and look forward to being in touch with all of you in the not only in cyberspace but in person at some time in the near future. Thank you. And I, and I thank you so much. And tell us your website again. That is www.idcandcompanies.com And I want to thank you for being with us and I want to thank you for coming over and joining us at Chicago Black Business Network. Mr. Smith, your final remarks, please. Well, I had an incredible time. I think that uh, I learned a lot. There's a lot of information out there, and these guys are incredible what they do. And I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we'll get in touch as well. And I just want to say that I had a super time, and you're doing a great job with the show. And I want to thank you for being us with us this evening and Mark Robinson your final uh, comments please well I would definitely echo James and Mr. Smith and, and saying we really appreciate you and the show and what you're trying to do I, um, I'm a little bit old fashioned and I believe in uh, you know the reciprocity and, and being able to turn around and try help your neighbor even if it is uh, through a virtual connection and I think your show is doing a great job of reaching out to people and uh, it's breaking down the barriers of, you know, it doesn't matter who we are, where we are. Um, we're just all here to try to help each other. And I think that it's reflected in your guests that you have, and I'm honored to have been part of that. And I want to thank each of you uh, for being with us this evening. And I look forward to us connecting in many, many ways. And I really want you, really want everyone to come over to the site. Uh, you are doers. Um, they need your help. <laughs> they, they really do need your help. Believe me, uh, they do. So come over and join us and, and help them, uh, uh, Mr. Smith, uh, get them a tip glass. <laughs> they, they really need to, to know about that. And James, they we need to engage in that type of dialogue, uh, digital assets and uh, digital real estate. We need to engage in these type of dialogues. I love that. And I also love a virtual, say that again for me, James, a virtual president of the United States. Yes, we will, be, we will be literally electing a virtual president USA for the first time on December the 8th this year. And, and that, that initiative will be launched special. soon. It will be launched soon. You haven't launched it yet? No, it is not launched. It's called the State of the American Address, but you can visit www.matrix3, that's spelled M-A-T-R-X, and the number 3, dot com, 
and there is a video and an introduction to those initiatives there. Wow, that is something else. You know, who I'm going to be at the end of the year? I hope I may not even recognize me, and I hope that you stay tuned with us on CBB and Business Journals so that we all grow together. This is very, very important information, and uh, i got four more interviews coming up within the next week or so, and I'm looking forward to you, and we will not lose contact. I'm looking forward to staying connected with each and every one of you, and uh, I do referrals, whatever the case may be, and uh, we all want to grow together. Thank you for being with us this evening, gentlemen. Thank you listen to Black Wall Street U.S. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. The chairman of Black Wall Street Districts, Mr. Ron Carter, will be back with us next week. And I hope you can hear me because I think I'm having an Internet connection problem here. He will be back with us next week. So we look forward to, um, to getting on down the line on Black Wall Street Business. I hope that you can hear me. I can see my Internet. Uh, going weak here, but I'm so glad that it also, if indeed it did, or if indeed it is, that is at the end of the show, but please tune in, don't forget to listen to WJPC FM Chicago 24 hours a day, seven days a week for some great, great music, and uh, please join us next time. This has been Black Wall Street USA. Great evening, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.